Right, let's try again. Howdy! Howdy! <laughs> you, you meant to do sorry, this. sorry, sorry. Let's do it again. All right, ma'am, howdy. Wait, three, two, one. Howdy! howdy! And welcome to this episode of Straight Out of Uni. This is episode two. I don't even know what accent it is. Are you episode. trying to be like a West? No, you Western? know, that you, have you seen that vine? It's like, I want to be a cowboy, baby. No, you know too much vine. No. Too much vine. I want to be a cowboy, baby. <laughs> All right. Oh, now I want to be a cowboy, baby. <laughs> hey, <laughs> right. Hello and welcome to episode straight. Episode straight. Episode straight. Episode twenty-one of the Straight Out of Uni podcast. You can tell we've been off for a week. You know? <laughs> it's been a bit me. rusty. It has been. With me, Ronaldo Kasha Patrick, and with myself, Sophia Caridis. We had a lovely needed break last week. Yeah, we did need it's, it. It's been a bit hectic. Both of us working, both of us doing this and that, just things opening up. We just need a little little relaxation. I, I, think, I mean, I've definitely been part of it, things reopening and getting our lives together. We're busy during the week. We both work yeah. now. And I, 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 Sof used to always say to me, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. And I've only now started to understand it now that I have a job as well. I know, I and know. so I'm sitting there like, I fucking told you so. It's, it's, a hard, it's hard balancing everything. But you know what? We're still here for you guys. And we're going to be bringing great content every week as much as we can. <laughs> as much as we can. It might start to slow down a little bit <laughs> oh, in the summer. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be sending good content. Um, spoiler, spoiler. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. How's your week been though? Besides, how how was your first? Is it? I yeah, guess it's been the first proper week since things have opened, haven't they? Yeah. Good to be fair. I think I've definitely made the most of things being open. Been out for drinks a couple of times. We went for a pint on the first day. Oh, if I if I speak. Let's yeah, one of the pubs down the road. Let's not let's not talk about that. Atrocious. That's my, that's my local pub. Please. I don't give a fuck because if I I can start doing the comparisons of the fuck. Oh, Mr. Salisbury. <laughs> anyway, right. anyways. Yeah, that was that was nice. We got a um, we we did some planning. We took we took our week out. We still met up to do some planning. I got a what did I get to drink? I think I just got a cider. You got a cider with a black currant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Strong I got by a, dark. I got a. I'm Mareco. A re- a oh Mareco. no. <laughs> Sophia asked the woman, can I have a beer Moretti? And quote unquote, she said, a Mareco. <laughs> Honestly, they did not know what they're serving there. But yeah, so we both got our first drinks. Um, I went out to eat on Saturday. Went, to, went to Chinatown. Nice. Got some Chinese food. So surprised to actually get a table. Um, but no, I, do you know what I'm feeling? It's making me feel so much more optimistic for the summer. Hmm. Well, we'll see what happens by then. But Festivals as have in, been cancelled, you know. So I'm slowly and slowly. Let's not, I don't let's wanna, I don't not, let's not bring it, it down. I'm just saying it's nice to see... <laughs> the world kind of getting back to normal slowly and people just being out and enjoying themselves. That's, like, what's, that's what's made me happy too. Like I look around and like, I, don't, I didn't go out this weekend, but I saw every single snap store I saw was people <laughs> were doing clink, clink. Yeah, it, was, bar, it was nice clink. to yeah, see though. Nice. Like, there wasn't an element of jealousy. It was, I was actually happy for everybody to be going out and just getting pissed with their mates. And now we can all do it now. Yeah, so exactly. you just have to book everything so in advance. Maybe your local stuff you might be able to, but if you're going into London, these yeah, big bars been, you have it's to be, it's ridiculous. Mad, isn't it? That's yeah. the one thing I don't like about things reopening is that you can't be spontaneous anymore. Mm. You have to book stuff like six weeks in advance or three weeks in advance. Well, that's even, funny enough, it's even with, um, I went to book a piercing the other day and the piercers are booked out are for piercing? two weeks. I'm getting my second nose Another one. Yeah, Cheese, yeah, bling, yeah, bling. Yeah, bling, bling. Um, and... 
the pieces are booked out and I'm thinking read I guess people have been waiting yeah Yeah. everyone's been waiting since January to get pierced or tattooed or whatever it is so I kind of get it but at the same time why the fuck are you booked up midweek yeah really midweek as well do you not have do you not have a job but then again I have a job and I still still want to go so I get it to be fair but um no it's been nice seeing that I went out I went out the other night spontaneously for some drinks and my new local now has an app which has saved the pub and it's full of heaters and full of covering i was gassed and the, now that the weather's getting hotter as well like i'm more inclined to like you know i remember we spoke about that tweet that was like people in britain like shivering outside yeah. but i've eaten outside i went out to eat as well outside and it was calm i went yeah. minis and it was paying yeah you definitely in the evening though have to layer up because it does get yeah, really the temperature cold. drops it dro- as soon yeah. as the sun goes out it can be boiling hot in the day like saturday was so warm in the daytime and then as soon as it got to the evening, I was whipping on my layers, yeah. had my scarf, my gloves. I was like, we definitely still need these, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's England, but always going to need them, exactly, to be fair. Exactly, exactly. Oh, but kind of going forward, today's episode is something that I feel like we should have touched upon nearly in the, nearly the start. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> it's been... taken us 21 episodes to actually talk about this, to and that's a... the name of our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Straight out of uni. Uh, out of uni, you know, we should have done that. But to be fair, I think now's the time. We've had enough, most people have enough reflection time upon uni. Exactly. We, we what, when, did, when did we leave uni? Eight months ago? Oh my God. <gasps> this time last year, I was crying over my disc, I think. Big yeah. mood. Yeah. Big fucking mood. I was like, no. I was stressing Crumbling. out. And the weather was paying. I was just enjoying the sunshine. And I was like, shit, I got weeks to lockdown one god good times the same lockdown <laughs> one i saw um, a tiktok oh you don't really watch tiktoks but did you ever see the one that was um the girl the woman she'd lost her um african gray her name was chanel chanel you never seen it oh i don't watch oh TikToks. my god have you not seen that I tiktok don't know what that is god her name was african gray her name was, i can't keep doing this stop we're doing the accents today and she's like chanel and they're like oh but do you know what? Everyone check out that TikTok because apparently... Well, everyone else that's listening has probably seen it because okay. it's his one year anniversary. Oh, fair. No. Was this from... Um, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Sorry. Sophia. Okay, podcast over. How is, how is life moving forward because you're so uncultured? How has life been for you in these last eight months since you've left university? Do you know what? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want any COVID <clears> talking <throat> it like... Outside. I know COVID has affected a lot. Yeah, but... it's been a big part of it right now. Yeah, but outside... <laughs> outside, outside of... of it, it's not actually been too bad. Still managed to like have social things to do when you can do them i've obviously been working i've been busy with my time and i think for me that's the only way to get through the dreaded c word which we don't want to talk about but i think it's not actually been oh my god you owe me food oh from a couple episodes ago. oh my god we'll get the mackies we'll get the mackies soon we'll get the mackies soon we said when life reopens that's your own fault because you mentioned the scene okay okay that's fine i'll get you a a chicken mayo we'll get now we'll get we'll go and get food but um but yeah no it's actually not been too bad it could have been a bit more lit but like it's not actually been it's been all right what about you um, you know, the biggest one for me was the adjustment to home period. And that's actually hasn't been as bad as I thought yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought it was going to be worse. But I do, as much as I don't, I, I said excluding the pandemic, I do think the pandemic has helped that in the sense of, I've had to stay home a lot of the time anyway, so I adjusted Yeah, you don't really a have lot. a choice. So, so it's I, kind of, you can't really moan about it because that's, that's what it is. It's yeah. Not like you, you could be away somewhere and you're not. It's like you physically can't 100% not be there. And it made me adjust to life at home a lot quicker. But don't get me wrong, it's tough. And it's one of the questions we ask later, which I'll get into. But like that adjustment of like just 
going going from like independent freedom to doing whatever you want at whatever time you want at your own pace that, to then yeah. being my mum's not strict at all she she really doesn't like you know control my life in that sense at all but you know there's questions asked what are you doing exactly. this, 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 this and that this and questions. that why are you going out at 11 o'clock why are you coming home at 5 6 a.m which she doesn't really care about but it's it's the question in general it's more for them it's more of a safety slash you're living under their roof they want to know where you are and i understand and i get it it's just obviously we've spent three four years away doing whatever we want whenever we want Mm. so it's obviously a bit of a shock when you come back you're pretty much an ad we're adults at this stage as much as i still feel like a kid Mm. we're pretty much meant to be adults 23 and yeah oh god (laughs) get old um but yeah no it's shout out to you 30 year olds still yeah i mean it's it's been a a weird time i think for everyone but especially Mm. for us grads that have graduated during this time, which was, I guess, the whole point of this podcast, <laughs> talking about <laughs> this weird, wonderful, crazy period of time. Um, but I think we've kind of made the most of it. Yeah, we have. And made I the know most a lot of, of my friends. Every, it's, it's nice to see people doing like different things and kind of going into what they want to do as well. Mm. I love. I've loved seeing my friend. A lot of my friends have had periods of struggle, but have eventually come out of it and now are like smashing it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which I'm really, true. really happy That's very, to very see. Very, very true. I think it's so important because I made a tweet about that. I was like, there was a point I was like, all my friends are flourishing and I love it. And it's nice to see. Yeah. And like, some of them didn't go uni, some of them did. But like, obviously with the world, how it is. And even those that just went to uni, you know, like one of my best mates has like finally got his dream job and like working with um, whoever he's, well, I'm not going to say it here, but working with whoever he's working with. Mm. And like, just seeing all my mates get into their careers that they've grafted for. It's really nice. It is. Like, it's it's really nice seeing your friends thrive as well because you want you want to see that. And it's a good energy. And mm. it brings that to you. It motivates you more, I think, as well. Yeah. Speaking of energies, actually, what would you say was gave you like, not the biggest amount of energy. Like, best way I could use is highlight. Like, what do you... F- I know the thing is, you did uni for four years. Yeah. So I, I'm going to, for the purpose of this question, I'm going to exclude your year abroad because I yeah, know that I was in itself say, was yeah. a highlight. But your first, second and uh, fourth year... Yeah, I have to... Well, it obviously has to be the friends that you meet there. Like, I have made lifelong friends at uni which have enriched my life, which have really just... And they, um, most of my uni mates don't actually live in London. So it's nice mm. to go and visit them. I'm going to be going to Liverpool soon to see... Big up Demi for her 24th birthday. You love her big up on this podcast, know, you know. <laughs> it has to be done. But like, it, it's nice to meet people from different places as well. Obviously, we're at school and we kind of grow up with people that live around us. And it's just nice to meet new, but also like-minded individuals as well who bring a different perspective to life and also just have such a great time with. It's so funny you say like-minded because I, I adore, and my friends at uni know I adore them. I love them with all my heart. But I wouldn't say a lot of us are like-minded. Really? I mean, you do. I'm not like exactly the same as all my friends, but I think everyone that's at uni, you find your kind of people. Yeah, I think, which a lot of people have said, we asked you this question, what was your highlight of your experience? And a lot of you did say friends. And obviously I think that's one of the most important things of university. It's the kind of, the network that you meet there. Mm, I think, I mean, it's the biggest factor outside of the educational part of university, really. And I think... it's the social side. Obviously not to kind of brag, but I think we were both lucky enough to have such lovely and secure friendships throughout the three years. Yeah, for sure. And I can only imagine in, in... not even as sarcastically but in the most empathetic way possible that it must be really hard to go through three years not having like a secure group of friends or any kind of friends in general so I completely understand why it isn't a lot of people's highlights yeah not everyone Mm. like loves uni but Mm. everyone can find something positive to say about it I'd say yeah I think I think this 
like perspective from us is a bit different because we both loved uni and we had a very similar I feel like we had a similar experience yeah yeah 100% we and like like you said again I think the main fact my highlight would definitely be the friends I made yeah obviously the nights out and certain this and that yeah. and all that big up Mertfest Elliot if you're listening I know you do sometimes Mertfest this was like a sick like garden festival that was the first highlight that came to my head but even just other things um, but the friends made is definitely like I think my friends taught me a lot Definitely, like as in yeah. like mentally and physically physically i guess as well i mean my friends went to the gym and i tagged along so in that way but no, no see I when think... i think when i say physically i mean i guess my health wise like okay. my housemates with my husband's and Fergie especially were very much like you need to eat properly you need to eat this you need to eat yeah, that da, 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 yeah. da, which obviously improves my health and well-being um and even mentally like i went through a lot I love the boys, but I had a lot of complications with a few of them, purely over the basis of just alcohol and this and that. But it taught me it taught me a lot how to handle situations, yeah, yeah. which I can definitely take away from and strengthen our friendships a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, which I don't think I would have learned if I didn't go to university. And I think troublesome people, you, you boys know who you are when you have a drink, can really benefit you as well in that sense of just learning. You how kind to of grow and develop as a person. And I've also learned to not worry about as much. They've they they my friends at uni taught me not to worry because every yeah. single night, Ronaldo, why are you worrying? I've got all the pilot mode, I'll get home again. And then I would just worry about them like if they're too drunk. Yeah. And they'd always yeah, say, yeah, I've got yeah. all the pilot mode, I can get home. And I'm like, yeah. How? But they do, and I've learned not to worry now. And now if someone's too pissed, I kinda like, eh. <laughs> I guess it's different with girls. We all kind of leave together. No yeah, one, no yeah, one, no, no one leaves. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I still worry about my girl get, mates, yeah, of course. Yeah, but yeah. my boy mates, Sydney and Max, if you're listening, especially, <laughs> if they're too pissed, I will just, I will, they will get home. Yeah, I feel like boys <laughs> just somehow always make it, no matter how like fucked you are. It, Girls, not... we have to be like, right, make sure you get the cab, take someone home, or we go together. If someone's too fucked, we take. Yeah, them yeah. It's, it is different. Um, shouldn't be but it is it is um, but, as we mentioned in previous episodes oh. but let's not get into that today <laughs> yes, this is a light-hearted this is a light-hearted episode and some of the highlights you guys said societies did you did you join any societies I'm a society queen no 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 but sports I, societies oh to be fair <laughs> out of See, all the societies that is the difference. one that is the one thing that I didn't join because sports sports is one of the biggest things at uni I think that's the one thing I would have maybe liked to have joined mm. um, but sport, I don't know what I would have done? done like I did a little bit of netball for like modern languages but I literally did like two tournaments and that was it uh, it was oh, like on a Friday and I'd always go out on Thursdays and I had loads going on. So I was like, sack. I did more <laughs> like, I did like obviously lead student radio, which kind of got me into this whole presenting podcasting world, mm. which I absolutely adored. It wasn't as sociable as other societies. That was just more of a kind of weekly thing that I did with my, with my mate. Yeah. Um, but it was still super fun and helped me on kind of a career path in a way. Yeah, 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 100%. Um, and I did like a few kind of bright future. I did a few networking societies. Of course you did, because uh, Sophia yeah. loves a network. I love a network. <laughs> um, and I got involved with like helping for the Leeds Rag, the Raise and Give, the charity. Yeah, yeah, um, Raise and Given. We did Take Me Out. Obviously, you went on that, didn't you? Yeah, I got on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I helped that organise the marketing for that um, in final year. But... Yeah, and I worked on the side. So it was kind of a busy time at uni, but I enjoyed the stuff I did. But sports, I think, was the one thing, I think, a big social part that I didn't get involved with. But I felt like I had my group, so I didn't need to as much. No, I completely get that. Especially, I think, your group, your, from your how you speak about your social life was that you didn't need that extra yeah, or we, sport. As in, you could always have more friends, but, like, I yeah, loved yeah, my yeah. friends and we did so much and, like... 
I yeah, I, I don't have any regrets really. Mm. But you joined, you were Mr. Lacrosse over here. <laughs> Everyone that knows me knows I did not play a single. Did you not? No, I didn't. Fair. I picked up that that stick <laughs> once in my life. Yeah, I went to training and I went to the training so on, you're the, like I, a social on the AstroTurf with my Vans, and everyone looked at me like, "What the fuck are you wearing Vans to training?" I was slipping and sliding over the grass, and that was the first and last time I went to training. But in my second year, I was a devoted social member. I went, and I got to meet people like that. I went to every because mixed lacrosse is the biggest society at Southampton, I and then you that. also have women's lacrosse and men's lacrosse. But mixed, most people join mixed for the societies for the social. Sorry, like the first one of the year is like an army one. I remember when I went to it, there was like a hundred plus people. Ah. You're like all bar crawling around Portswood. Like it was sick. And then we obviously stayed on and I, we, a lot of us became social members. And I went, so it was every Wednesday at booze. You go there. But I met so many people. I met so many good friends and it, it was really nice. It definitely expanded my friendship circles. And it also added the element of my social life to going out every Wednesday. Yeah. And it was, it was a ritual of, it, it it went from like, you know, are we going to go to the social to what time are we pre-in? What are you wearing? This and that. And there was always an element of fun to it because social always have, you know, a little twang, a little glitter on top. Dress this uh, or do yeah, that. Yeah. Or this they is the thing. They love a fancy dress. Any, they do any love sports a... <laughs> socials love a fancy dress. Um, and I had my bar society as well, which I joined. Obviously, True. So Sorry we, to that. yeah. So obviously I worked at the student union pub on campus, big up the stags. And we obviously all like-minded people like to drink. So we had a little societies, society in bars and we'd have like socials every, like once every two months or something like that, which was really fun to get to know. Because obviously there's so many people working at the bar, you don't get to meet everybody. So that was really fun. And then we would do things like together ourselves as well individually once you kind of get a group in, involved in bars. But that was good fun. But society's definitely added like an element of socialness I think I needed. Because I look back and I think if I didn't have those two societies, my social life would have been a lot better really what about your yeah no fair I think a lot of people can speak for that a lot of people's main friendship groups were their societies yeah so many I mean these guys have answered so many people like a lot of people a lot of lax people have answered this and said societies was where they made their main friends and you know then distanced themselves from their course mates and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so I I completely get it this is something like I said sport is such a big culture at university yeah yeah for sure um some other answers we had about highlights obviously we have year abroad on there but I guess that kind of is a separate separate category in itself when I talk to people that did year abroad because at Leeds most people either do year in industry or go abroad nice. so when we got back in fourth year everyone was back and it was so that's much actually quite fun. sick because be everyone had their year out doing their own thing mm. expanding their minds doing whatever <laughs> finding themselves and then, yeah, yeah I hate to say it but yeah um and then everyone was back so third year the people that were there at third year said it was so quiet compared to I can imagine to yeah, be fair yeah. the whole fucking year group has gone yeet yeah it was, or... it was something that I really loved about obviously I did a language course so that was compulsory but a lot of people just did it anyway because mm. it was it's quite popular and encouraged at Leeds I oh, see it's not as encouraged in Southampton I wish it was though yeah I think it's a really nice element if you have the opportunity to do a year abroad regardless if you do a language if, you, if you're if for those listeners that are still in like second year or whatever definitely or even the freshers out there definitely definitely go for it don't I'd gas say. up freshers like they can really go abroad I didn't in, in their third <laughs> you year got now COVID freshers yeah but in their huh? third year so they're freshers oh, yeah, as oh, in like yeah, true, yeah, by yeah, the time yeah, you get yeah. to third year where be, you let me not yeah, be pessimistic come still. on come on um we also had, okay, living independently. Living with friends. Ugh, living that with, is the best thing I think Living about in it. friends oh. is great. It changes your whole, like, 
perspective of life. I just had the best time living yeah. with mates. Yeah, now, yeah, I think it's a case of now, like, I want to live with my mates in the future. Like, I can obviously have my own So place, much but... fun. Like, you could, oh, honestly, especially if you get on with your housemates, because a lot of people, sometimes you have clashes or people don't necessarily get into the houses that they want. Yeah. But if you get on with your mates, it's honestly the best thing ever, because... Even in lockdown, for example, we were like stuck with our housemates and it was the best time. Like, we yeah, had such yeah, a great yeah. time. Uh, yeah, I was lucky both for second year and third year. But I, from some of the answers I've seen, I know a lot of people weren't lucky. Yeah. And I think that would definitely ruin a uni experience. Like, mm. imagine having to stay out of your house all the time. But what living, it's funny because living you with friends has taught me that you can't live with everybody. Very I didn't true. have any bad housemates or messy housemates before somebody thinks it's aiming. But I'm, I, I now think to like, my friends even at home and stuff, I'm like, I love you, but I don't think I can yeah, actually live a, with you. After living with so many other people, you, I've learned habits here and there. There's a difference between like being, yeah, being someone's friend and then house, a housemate and a mate is different. Mm. Um, because there are some mates that I really get on with that I wouldn't necessarily want to live with. Yeah, 100%. And vice versa. Yeah, and vice so, versa. I know people don't want to live with me. Yeah. yeah. Um, other things, obviously, the, the nights out. Yeah, I think, standards. do you know what? Uni, uni culture is just kind of un unmatchable. Not to gas it. I feel like I'm just going to be gassing uni so much here because I had such a great time. But it's... I didn't. That I, statement. I feel I'm going to be gassing uni up here because I had such a great time. That in itself is. Just, I just. Do you know what though? The nights out were so. Maybe it does depend on what uni you go to in the city. Hundred percent. And yeah. if, but I feel like you make the most of wherever you are. I felt particularly lucky. Leeds had a lot of like good nights out that I enjoyed, and. It was small enough that you still see loads of people where you're at, mm. um, but there was a lot of options and something for everyone, which was yeah, a nice yeah, thing. Yeah, there yeah, was something yeah. for everyone. I don't think Southampton had that, to be fair. I but mean, you liked all that. You had... So, yeah. yeah, I did. Like, I mean, a lot of places took warming to in my second year more so than my first. Yeah, yeah. You but find I, what you like and like yeah, the I people get, that you go with. I, yeah, it's down to the people. I mean, I was a hater of the cheese floor when I went to uni. <laughs> and now you'll yeah. catch me in cheese floor screaming at so me. Like, yeah. I fucking love it. Um, other hi people's highlights Sophia chundering up a family sized portion of basmati rice after one shot of Jaeger yeah thanks Vicky you're for actually me weak here. okay that's a bit you're exaggerated weak. right what happened is I was drinking rosé someone put Jaeger in the rosé oh I think some Jaeger got poured in my rosé I had a sip and I had eaten like chickpeas and like rice for dinner or something. And it all That's obviously. Such a uni meal. Yeah, it obviously just all came straight out after that one. Did you carry on drinking after? Obviously. Okay, that good, was good, like good, the priest. Okay, good, good, Mate, good, I, good. I chanted and then went back out. I was ready. After I that, that, I was I like, that, cool, let's that, go. That. That's why I have a kind of complicated relationship with Jaeger, to be honest. Even Jaeger bombs. So I started to suck it up because I, I know I they can, give you energy. I can back a Jaeger bomb. <laughs> Oh. By itself, I've said. I think I've said this before on here. To yeah, be fair. they're okay. Now. I've 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 grown up now. I've I've got over do, the trauma. Do you know what I can't do? <laughs> Off topic, sambuca shots. Right. So yeah. Taste that fucking medicine and licorice. I kind of like the the. Don't say black seed. one. Yeah. No, the no the dark sambuca is grim. And it's butters, man. It's okay. Won't, it's better won't... than a vodka shot, I think. I'd rather do vodka. Tequila is yeah. my favorite. Te I have again scarring experiences from tequila, but with the salt and lime. With the salt and lime. And lemon, bangs. sorry. Yeah, it's was it lime or lemon? It's either to be. Yeah, honest. with lemon, whatever. It's that. Yeah, it's, it's manageable. Yeah. But yeah, tequila, shots in tequila general. rosé. Oh, tequila rosé. What? Is you know that how tequila rosé? No. So it's like it's like milk. It's made out of like 
It's a bit it's thicker. Creamy. It's creamy. Ooh. It's strawberry flavored, and that it sounds quite it nice. It tastes like a strawberry there. milkshake. It's so. I pain. thought it was like tequila with rose. I was like, that sounds grim. No, it's called tequila rose because I think the pink. It's a okay, pink. It's like, like strawberry pink, milkshake tequila. with oh. bits of tequila. That sounds alright. Let's Bags. get let's get one for the next episode. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll cool. Back a shot. Cool. Moving forward, obviously, we have been speaking about highlights, and unfortunately, with highlights comes. Downtimes and yeah, and Sophia Caridis. Wow, I said your name from this. Caridis. What do you believe was the most challenging thing about university? Ooh, do you know what we've been talking about this question? Here we go. I actually don't. I didn't have anything. No, no, no. It definitely. Do you know what? No, no, no. All right, just because I had mental health problems. Fuck no. it, out, Sophia. <laughs> cool. You took the words out of my mouth. No, and um, I say for me actually, it was the workload towards the end of the year and trying to get the like work-life moves, balance yeah, right. The hardest part out of the four years for me was definitely the the last month or two of uni where all my work, a lot of my degree depended on that last two months, and I had so many deadlines. So many extensions, extensions mm. on extensions. And I managed to pull through in the end. But for me, that was that was a challenging time when like the graft had to be turned on. Yeah. That is when I found that quite difficult. And I, I, I've I realized I can handle stress, but I don't deal with it always very well. Mm, big mood, so big I'd, I'd have to take myself on walks. I had a moment, my housemates, that I was going crazy. I hadn't left the house for a week. So I was trying to like balance doing my diss and other essays due at the same time, but end of May. And um, I had to just be taken for a while. I like, ended up like punching a piece of cardboard and it's going a bit wild. It just, got, <laughs> I just went a bit crazy. So I think for me, it was like balancing the workload towards the end of the year. Mm. However, COVID in a weird way really helped with that because I also struggle a lot with FOMO as we've spoken about in previous episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if everyone was going out while I was trying to do my work, I don't know how I would have done it because I still would have tried to balance going out as well. Mm. I would have sacrificed some nights out, but... There are a few that were close and I was like, oof, oof. I really want to go to that. But um, I said that would probably be challenging. challenging what about yeah. you? Mine obviously would be my mental health. Yeah. Um, but, so this is the thing. I wouldn't call it, I mean, okay, obviously it that was cha- challenging. I mean, it was challenging That's, compared to what yeah. it came down to at the end of the I think so. <laughs> if you don't know, you listen to you okay, bro, if you don't yeah, know what Yeah, for context. <laughs> obviously what it came down to and obviously that situation, yeah, of course. But, it all that wasn't challenging because it grew me. Yeah. Do you get me? So yeah. like, I obviously I look back now. I can joke. But I, I guess can talk, every challenge that mu- brings you up. In yeah, a way. yeah, yeah. That's what a challenge is. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. To be, I mean, yeah, it was horribly challenging in my third year, and I, I, I would say my mental health over like workload and stuff like that because I think that is what affected the rest of my output mm-hmm. in my life. Um, yeah, I think kind of just. I mean, if I minus third year. And minus my migraines in second year. I'm trying to think outside of mental health wise because that's no, a very... No, but that's, over- a, that's a big No, 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 one. of course, of course. But I'm just trying to think like that's an obvious... I'm just trying to think like maybe... Again, I think it's this idea of work-life balance. Yeah. And... You're very much left to your own devices at uni. You have to make your oh, own schedule. No, do you know which one? Sorry, money management. I was just saying to you this <clears> before we started recording. I was in a position where I got a lot of student finance and bursary and this and that. So it came to a case of... Remember my first year, I bought clothes like, like, like it was like it was nothing. Like mm. fast fashion was my best friend. ASOS next day delivery at my door. <laughs> but that's because I didn't know how to manage my money. And then when third year came, I was completely the opposite end spectrum, and like I was really money, managing my money badly. Mm-hmm. Partly because of my mental health, and partly just because these things aren't taught in schools. This is and, what I, I and it comes to, down yeah. to someone and someone's put this put this you know managing bills, rent, and studying. Like you're not taught how to balance your money and 
especially if you're someone that pays your own rent, how to be inside this and month, money every up, month. Uh, set up a direct debit and sort out your yeah. bills and this and that. And it this is, and that. it is. I like. I had to like ask my parents to help me sort out in terms of how do I set up an account for this, this yeah. and this. Like, if you don't have that support at home, who's going to teach you? Who's going to teach you? This is something that I wanted to discuss later on, but I think this is something that universities or even down to schools should, schools, if you're going to schools, from school, 100%. from A level or college or whatever no, you go I to, think early GCSE. there needs to be a like a class on that. Like we had PSHE PSHE lessons. Yeah. What were we even taught in? No, but the thing the thing is you're taught in PSHE and citizenship. You're taught those society. And lifestyle, I think it's very easily implementable in those lessons. Yeah, I like think it's, it's no harm. And I think you should be as soon as you're the age of you can pay bills and rent of 16, you should be taught. No one teaches you how to manage, ma manage? how to manage That's money, manage, manage, how to manage money. It's a tongue twister in the real world. No, not and at especially all. when you get to uni, if you have these, you have students that are all like these 18 year olds going to uni with this massive sum of money in their bank accounts, especially if you get like that the full amount. Me. It, it, and I was like, hey, how, big you, how are you meant to know how to deal with that I if no one teaches popper, you? Like, <laughs> it's mad. Exactly. I think that's something that as a life skill, and we're going to definitely do an episode on that later on. I need to um, learn about my own finances before I start yeah, talking no, we'll about get, it to we'll other get, people. We'll get an expert in for that. We'll we get a guest in for to. that. Um, Following that though, again, that's what a lot of people have said that. Um, another one that's popped up is loneliness. And... I would, I see my loneliness crept up during my mental health issues yeah. because I didn't want to talk to anybody about it. And I can only imagine how hard that must be. Just say outside, if, you, if you're just feeling lonely in general, like it's tough. I mean, even in my first week of uni, actually, tell a lie. I, I was, I was one of those people that like, was in the Facebook group chat. And, like, so I spoke to some of my course mates, met them all at the welcome party that was like, on campus, got them back to my accommodation. We said I've had a few drinks. I woke up the next morning and I didn't feel like really that lonely until I woke up and I heard my housemates bitching about me outside my door. Like, oh, he was up so late. Oh my God, he's so loud. And I remember feeling so lonely for those like next three days. Because yeah. it was a horrible thing to wake up to on my first night. And like, Oh, that was on your first night That was my first uni. night of uni I'd woken up. And obviously did I, I learned- Did they not go out? No, well, we went out together, but we, we, we had very different dynamics. Obviously did I learned- Did you move to... after that? I, I requested to move yeah, and I didn't move yeah, in the yeah, end. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I learned to love them and we all got along lovely and, and they're really nice people and they've all grown as people. But that made me feel so lonely and I was like, fuck. And then, I mean, it even came, comes down to a case of, I would definitely say it wasn't until I met the boys from Glen Eyre, who you know who you are, until I found even a solid boy group. And it's not a case of, I didn't, I loved my friends up until I met them. I loved all my friends even now, but I think it's definitely a case of, I felt lonely because I was always putting my friends in comparison to my friends at home. Yeah. I've had a very solid boy group at home for years, mm. since the day I can remember, do you know what I mean? Coming to uni and not finding that till like- Especially straight away, it's hard to find your group straight away. Of course, and I didn't find it till like nearly end of first year that I didn't, I, like boy group wise. And that and that's when that loneliness boy started to fill in a little bit. So mm. I can only imagine how hard it must be for like, Especially right now, years. I was going to yeah, say, right now during well. COVID, we've seen it in the news, we've seen the stats of people feeling lonely. And it is really tough for people that are at uni right now who haven't actually been able to, one, even go into campus, mm. two, meet, like if you're if you're on in halls and you don't get on with your housemates and you're not even allowed to mix because mm. they're not letting you leave, how are you going to... How are you going to make friends? Of course you're going to feel lonely. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know what? For everyone that does feel lonely, listen to this. I actually... This sounds so cliche and I know everybody says it. If you want to meet somebody or make friends with somebody, just message them. Yeah, I no, agree. Like, like, as in, I met my, I call him my brother now, my best mate at uni. He messaged me saying like, hi, you're a boy in my course. Like, we should get to know each uh... other. 
And now, and he messaged me at the whim. I mean, he's, I think he went for a breakup, so you know he was a bit. Yeah. Uh, but he messaged me out of a whim, was just like, "Fuck it, like I've got nothing to lose." I was like, "Yeah, cool." Now he's literally like a blood brother. Do you know what I mean? And that was all of the case of just even probably him feeling a bit lonely that he didn't have any many course mates. And yeah. now, like, he's my best friend for life. And and people always say it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Just message no, somebody 100%. you want to be friends with. Like more times out of ten. They're going to want to be friends, especially like you were saying in this time when people are feeling lonely already. Do you know what it is? In these situations, it just takes an instigator. Like somebody's waiting for somebody else to approach them or to make a group and do this and that. And it's it's, you'll be you'll get praised to being that person, being the one that reaches out. And if that's praise is what you're looking for. Fair enough. But regardless, you will make friends. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar experience when I was going on my year abroad. One of my now best friends messaged me. She was on my course for ages. Um, and she messaged me like, hey, I see you on, you're going to the same uni as me in Madrid. Um, do you want to like meet up for a coffee? And, like, so, and now she's one of my best friends for life. Mad, and I just think always go for it. If you're, if you're even a bit sceptical, what's the worst that's going to happen? Someone might just not respond or not reciprocate. Yeah, that, that, I think and that, and that's what it is. I know that's a tough that's people's to fear, swallow, but... but... The best thing that's going to happen, you make a great friend out of it. Yeah, so I my, think it's always worth Yeah, My mum always says, if you don't ask, you don't get it. Exactly. Like, a lot of people will be willing to meet up, mm-hmm. 100%. Um, a few other challenges we've had. So we've discussed about kind of loneliness, coping mentally. We've already kind of touched upon that. Yeah. Balancing lectures with social life. Again, <laughs> kind of work-life balance. Dealing with dickhead housemates. You know what? I'm so blessed. Besides that incident I just spoke about, in my second and third year, I lived with my best friends in both years. Yeah, so, I, so did I. But I can only imagine the horror if you don't get on with even one of them I got very lucky in first year because five out of six of them I really got on with and the Mm. one that I didn't none of us particularly liked him in a way he was a bit of a prick but we could deal with that because I had all the others and we were really close but apart from that yeah if if you don't the thing is the people that even friends that I have that didn't get on with their housemates Mm. they found another group and you do because uni is the beauty of universities there are so many people there from your course from societies from from different halls, from friends of friends, you you will make some sort of friendship yeah, group or some friends. That you, you're going to find people you get on with because it, there's so many people, mm. and you're going to you, you're you're going to bound to have some kind of common interest with at least some people. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. 100%. So that's that's one of the beauties of it to kind of cope with that. Now, um, moving on, uh, moving we on. we asked moving you on. moving on. We asked you, what is one piece of advice you wish you received when you started? So, Ronaldo, do you want to go first on this one? One piece of advice. I haven't actually thought of mine. I just... Um, you... It's almost a piece of off-putting advice, but you are going to be dealt a lot of emotional stresses Mm -hmm. you've never come across. But I say this in positive light because, again, like I said, it's made me the person who I am today and definitely stronger. But... When I went to uni, as my naive 19-year-old self, I did not think those three years were going to entail those three years. And I even say, like, emotional stress, but also a lot of emotional positivity mm-hmm. as well. So You get really, really high, lots of highs, but also some you, lows. You, you will learn to... you will. I think you learn to just, you know, have a lot of gratitude for things that you wouldn't have beforehand, whether it's graft or just emotional well-being. Um, and I think it's just... I can't tell somebody to be prepared for that, just more to expect it. Yeah. Which is probably a piece of advice I would give. And also maybe just like, enjoy it. Like, as yeah. in like, 
I wish I enjoyed my first year more because it really didn't count. It wasn't until mid-second year, third year, I realised that I could have fucked about in first year. Mm. I was banging library, doing like all-nighters in library in first year for no... For, for who? Really? Yeah, I was doing... I was bang, so first I year, I banged library. Second year, I, I fucked it. And third year, I got my shit together again. But like, enjoy... enjoy I mean, enjoy all of it. I mean, my favourite year, even though it was cut off, was still third year. Yeah. Like, those... I, I don't know. Just... In, yeah. <laughs> just enjoy it, just enjoy man. It. Like, yeah. it's, it, it, it blinks. Like, yeah. I remember my first date and I remember my last yeah. day oh. so clearly. Stop. And I remember all the days, I remember all the days in between. And it's like, people think, you know, oh, uni's like three years, it's so long. But your first year, your first year will go slow. I My first year went quite mm. slow. And then it fucking flies. And third year will, will, third year will blink and it'll be done and you'll be crying at your grad ball. Yeah. 100%. If you get a grad ball. Yeah. Yeah. My piece of advice will be to make the most of every, every kind of day. Mm. Like make the most of it because you're never going to get these three, four years again where you can be in such an environment. You're exposed to so many new people, so many new things. You learn so much Mm. and make the most of it. And if you do have those off days or weeks or months, they will pass. And also reach pass, out to yeah. those around you because nine times out of 10, like we said, people are there to support you mm. and you will make good, like I'm not going to guarantee you're going to make, to be honest, I feel like you will make friends, some friends for life at least. Yeah, I a think, I think, I think you will. I, mean? I think you, you will. You might not make a yeah. hundred friends for life, but you'll make a couple solid you mates. You two friends, hey, that's, that's, all no, that's all you need. That's really all you need. And 100%. I think, yeah, making the most of it and appreciating that time and also another thing really is to live in the moment a bit more and not to stress so much about the future because I think I spent so much time yes, looking forward to things yes, 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 and yes. I wasn't necessarily in the moment Stop all the time. Stop stressing about career stuff like honestly I did a degree in psychology and I want to be a presenter whether it's in television or radio. My degree and my career choices are not linked. Even my jobs I have now are not linked to my career, I mean my degree at all, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's absolutely fine like you... You, your 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 degree your degree opinion will change I hate my degree by the end of it to be honest yeah. and your career ambitions will change and it, it, don't stress about the future like you don't easier said than done but yeah no, easier said than done of course but I you know what it is it's this unison of a lot of people come out uni don't know what they're doing anyways so you might as well enjoy those three years because exactly like, like if you're super organised and you can start what I would take some advice while you're there though if you do join a society or join certain things it may give you inspiration of what you want to do in the future because uni is also a time to figure out what you want to do after. So Mm. I wouldn't put too much stress on it. But if there's something that, for example, me with radio, that really kind of put me in a direction. I was just about to say, take any opportunities you can. Take all the opportunities you can because they are invaluable. And that is one of the... We've spoken, we're about to ask about, you know, it's such an expensive experience, mm. but if you make the most of it, it can be worth it. A hundred percent. I mean, even I, I can use myself as an example. I went into my degree and eventually my third year, I, I applied for a job and got given the opportunity of being an event manager for Triple Cooks. So yeah. yeah. And I came out of it and I, when I finished uni, I was like, obviously COVID stopped it, but I was like, I now have managerial experience in event management. Like yeah. I can go on to then... And I, there was a point in me that I did want to go on and be like, running events is sick. Like, mm. work my way up the scale to be fucking, I don't know, running Elro. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Obviously, yeah. hypothetically. But, but that's all because I took a random opportunity. I didn't... I wasn't qualified to be an event manager for the event of Southampton. But I did it. And trust me, that was highs and lows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it gave me the experience and it opened a career, new, completely new career ambition. So... It's take it. And like you again with the radio mm. and you met a lot of good people through yeah, those experiences. Yeah. And I think um, to remember, university is not all just about the degree. Obviously work hard towards your degree. 
But if it was just about... <laughs> Say it louder for those in the back, baby. If it was just about... I want to about... be a cowboy, baby. <laughs> if it was just about the degree, you could do an online course at the Open University, you know. If you're moving to a new city, take... As in, like, take take advantage of the fact that you're in a new place, mm, meeting new people. Mm, Don't mm, just mm, be a hermit. Mm, I mean, if that's what you want to do, fair. But I would say if you want to make the most of it, explore your options. Even if you're an introvert, you can still kind of push yourself a little bit, you know? The thing is, there is, there is, and I swear on my life by this, there is a society for everybody. Literally like, people anyone. Say, people say like, oh, there's not going to be one for like, you know, playing, have a hotel. I'm like, you will find a collective and of people. And if there isn't, you can set yeah, one up. You can, you, people, you've got to remember the influx of number of students at university. Like there is... Thousands, 30,000. My one, I think 33,000 people. Man, I, mean. I don't know how many at Southampton, yeah. but it's fucking... Well, my accommodation at Southampton was the biggest student accommodation in Europe. In Europe? Yeah, big up Monty. Check you. Big up Wessex Lane. Um, but yeah, like there's opportunities for everybody and definitely, I don't know. But what I was going to say is, if I take back my statement, if you know, if you're doing a degree in like medicine or physio or law and you know your career ambitions, please strive and think about your future. <laughs> yeah, because, we're not saying don't care about there, Yeah, because those are degrees that, you know, if I'm doing medicine, I want to be a medic. If I'm yeah. doing physio, I want to be a physio. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So don't, I mean, I'm not saying stress about those, but work towards them because the opportunities in those degrees will get you further in your career, like play certain placements, mm-hmm. for example. Do you know what I mean? I guess we're summing up basically have a good work-life balance as well. Which is one of the toughest things to do. Which is, that is, yeah, that is challenging. But once you figure that out, you can have the best time and get the most out of it. One uh, thing I liked about one piece of advice someone put, it was do, don't compare your academic progress to your peers, which is so important. It's really hard to do, but Mm. it is important to remember because everyone's at different levels. I mean, it's natural. I used to, we used to kind of discuss our, even with your course mates, what you're getting in your subjects and this and that. And it sometimes can make you feel bad if you haven't got mm. as high, but you are on your own path. And, you know, do, if you know in yourself, you can do better than mm. fair, work towards that. And, and if you're disappointed in yourself, fair, but don't compare to someone that's at a different level to you. Definitely don't. And I, vice versa. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going, I loved my second year house. If you look at that listening, I love every single one of you, Heather Dean lot. But I think a mistake for my own personal academic progress was living with eight other people that did my degree. Oh, you were all psychologists. Well, there was at least six of us. Yeah. There was at least six, seven of us. And it was a case of comparison. Yeah, Yeah. and and we'd all help each other out. It was really nice we had the community. And and there was a point we we were all struggling at the times. But in the back of my head, I was like, I didn't do as well as that person did on the midterm. And And I even lived with uh, a course mate in my third year. And that was different though. Like we were out there to help each other. So it was good. And so with my friends in my second year house, but I definitely think if you are someone that compares your academic progress to your peers, don't put yourself in a situation where you're, you're shitting where you're eating. Yeah. Because my course mates, are, my course mates are my housemates and my course mates are my housemates are the same mates I go out with. It's, it's a bit much. It's sometimes. a bit much. Especially, yeah. And especially when then, you know, you're, the next thing you know, you're having a chat about your fucking degree to your mate, who's your housemate, who's your course mate. Like, like. Exactly. It's mad. Yeah. Um, some other ones we had was, what did I like from here? A good one is two combined ones. Learn to say no and don't force yourself to do things you don't want to do. Yeah, I think that's very because important. Because this kind of links to our FOMO episode. Mm. You can feel, and peer pressure. Yeah. You can feel peer pressure to do stuff and it can be hard to say no sometimes. And a lot, and a lot, and a lot, and in, uni- in all, in, in point blank honesty, at university, there'll be a lot of times where you are approached to do something that you would never thought you would do. And you might not feel comfortable necessarily doing it. Sometimes yeah. it can be good because it pushes you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. As in go to that motive, for example. Yeah. But then in other ways, it can be a bit like, 
you, you don't want to change who you are and this and that. Yeah, well, this... I, I, I struggle saying no to certain things, but I'm talking more about like opportunities, I <laughs> yeah, guess. I always, yeah. I'm a yes girl. No, no, I'm the same as you, to be fair. But definitely, it, it can be hard, but remember, you know, you can say no mm. to things. A good one from Big Up CDC, about keeping healthy habits, which I think is so important, yes. especially as that's what helped me get better mentally. Sleep, meals and exercise, and he's put, can then be put into energy, into work and societies, and even your social life. Like, have, I think it's so important to keep healthy habits. Like, you know what? If you if you want to go out every week, cool. But at least make the meals you are eating, even if they are one a day or two a day, make sure they're healthy. Mm. Don't be going out six days a week and then eating Mackies and this and that. Like, make to have your chicken and veg at least. Give yourself a bit of energy. Drink your water. Keep yourself hydrated as well. It can be very, um, very easy to slip up into bad habits at uni because it's almost too easy. It's, it's very, very, it's very difficult actually to find the fight, the balance. And especially if you have, if you are lower money. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that takeaways are cheaper, but it's very much easier. Someone might spend the money on going out and takeaways rather than, you know, investing in good food. And just like going out a lot and overdoing it. I know a lot of people at uni can slip down. Yeah, a slippery, can go down a very slippery slope and kind of overdo it. I know friends that have done that and eventually pulled themselves back out or mm. by third year, they're definitely knuckled down. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like everyone goes a bit wild. First year, you're dipping your toes into it. This is how I like to sit. You're dipping your toes into the yeah. uni life. Second year, people go ham. And then by third year, people are like, okay, I need to take this seriously again. Second I year, I remember... Everyone goes crazy in second year. Yeah. <laughs> it's so me, much fun Me though. and my friends, we talk about this Merc Fest, we had an exam like two days later and we were like, right, we're going to go for an hour. We're going to revise in the morning and go for an oh, hour. That's never an hour. We did 15 hour. minutes of revision and we went to this uh, day festival in the garden all day. And I was like, shit, I've got an exam. In two yeah. days. Luckily it all went well. Okay. But um, third year, I would say I went out more. Third year, I'm not going to lie, third year, I think I, I went hardest. Really? And I'm kind of glad I did because I, the I... big C came and... I don't know. I went out every weekend in first semester, but we had like some home night, like some like house party stuff, not clubbing as much. But yeah, definitely house, had social. Oh, I, miss a house party. I love I miss a house party. Southampton house parties were top tier. You haven't been to Leeds. House no, you haven't been to Southampton. Yeah, I've been to Leeds. Southampton. Well. The thing is, the gaps in Southampton are massive as well. Though, yeah, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it it was good, but yeah, I'd say. You'd say, go on, go on. She's lost, she lost her train of thought. She went, she went to Borset and I stopped her. Let's just Basically, go to the next yeah, one. Basically, yeah, keep healthy habits. That's what we were going to say. <laughs> right, let's go and ask the question that 70% of you said yes to was, do you think it was worth the money? And 30% of you said, nah, mate. And Uni's I, worth the money. Sorry, I cut you up there, but that's that's my point. Mic drop. I think it's too expensive for... Not for what it is. I think it should yeah, be three. Right, right, I think right. it should be three K. I think the original three yep, K, yep, yep, yep. fair enough. Have mm -hmm. a nine K total of your degree, fine. Because for the resources mm -hmm. that they give you, I mean, it no, can, uni I think it's, uh, for certain degrees, it's worth it, but they just balance it. Humanities degrees don't need to be that expensive. I'm sorry. What no, do we, they don't. we have to buy all our books. No. What resources so do we get? I don't, I don't, Access I don't to the think library. So, I don't think a lot of social sciences degrees should be that expensive either. Like, but the thing is, if you then start changing the cost of degrees, I get why it's one standard price because then it has no, but complications. A lot of degrees cost more anyway. But then yeah, it becomes year, people year, might not year. go into certain degrees because they're more expensive. So but it but I think that's how it is anyway. It's, a, it's an interesting like, debate. Like, Two of my housemates said physio, and physio was free till the, before the year they joined. Yeah. It didn't stop the, the influx of physios that went to uni. I think it's a difficult one, I understand. But overall, I do think it's worth it if you make the most of it. Mm. That's why I think you should make the most it's of like it. It's like someone someone put here, yeah, it's like, experience is invaluable. Do you know what I mean? And I think you can't put a price on experience like university. Yeah. And it's something I 
would always I'd love to relive those three years of my life but it is too expensive like and especially you're rising the price of it and getting rid of like bursaries and maintenance mm. uh, grants and stuff like that the one thing I guess that is good about it at least you're not paying it all up front and you do you don't really feel it and some people don't even pay it off yeah. the only thing that's cheeky I don't think we should be charged 6% interest are you yeah, joking I me and you... I understand why though it's because most people don't pay it off but that's a big amount of money that's to be coming big, out is... of uni already in debt but the only see, the thing is ugh, like I don't think people make a bigger issue of repayment of loans than it actually is. It's a tiny amount once you, and it's proportionate you, to the amount that you're earning. Yeah, and you don't see it. Like, I don't make like, enough to, to pay it back. As yet, in, like, you don't see it come out of your, like, as in, you, you don't get your full pay and then they take it out. Yeah, your, your pay that you get every month is, it has been taken out. Yeah, already. but if you know you're meant to get that and then you get that chunk out, you but can see it. It's literally like bit. extra, like you, you. Is it like a couple hundred a month? I don't even no, know. No, not even that, like a hundred pounds. Yeah. Like it's, it's over like 30 years, isn't it? And after yeah, that, they and cut after it 30 off. years, or if you move to another country for after a certain amount of time. <laughs> I'm out of here, Yeah, it, get, it gets written off. Like, I mean, obviously I understand it shouldn't be that expensive, but people need to They've stop stressing themselves way, yeah. that it's, they're getting five hundred pound a month taken out of their paycheck. So I, I don't think, yeah. To conclude, I don't think it should be um, something that puts people off going. No, not at all. I'm, no, to be fair, if it if it bumps up to like a master's price, like I wanted to do a master's and it was thirteen k. That's a lot for one year. See, and here's it? another point: masters vary in the prices as well. A masters, I wanted to do a masters at Southampton, digital marketing, thirteen k. University of Portsmouth, nine k. Yeah. Like. I mean, yeah. and, and it came down to Southampton acclaimed as a roster group that they was the best university in the country for digital marketing. Yeah. And I get obviously marketing is is a, is a, is more of an optional choice, and you do get loans and grants for it. But a degree, if a degree goes up more than nine k, I would tell people if you're paying eleven grand Consum a year, because you have I to pay that up go. front as well, and yeah. you get ten k maintenance loan, but that just goes like to the 11, degree. 12 grand for a degree. A I year, think, don't forget. I think masters are so less accessible than undergrads. For, for they those are less accessible, they're, they're so Because yeah. you really have to think about if you want to do that. This is going to sound controversial, but I also don't think they're as beneficial as people make them out to be. Unless it's going to be a dramatic career change at all, like it will really enhance if you need it. I mean, if you can afford it, go for it. Yeah, but yeah, really yeah. think about if you need it. I, so for example, for myself, the reason I thought about it is because I wanted to go into marketing, especially digital marketing. So in my case, it would have been beneficial coming from a psychology degree. But I do think if you, you can are, get into it in other ways as well. I, I do think like if you are doing a degree in a, I can't even think of the academic field at the moment. But if you're just doing, I do think that a, a potential extension of your degree may not be as beneficial as like if I'm doing itself. history and then doing like ancient history as my masters. No offense to the people that are doing that. I just wouldn't unless you're going into research. Yeah, I guess that's it, different. It, it depends, depends what kind of what career you field do. you want to get into. But I think really think about the money because mm. mine was a panic masters. I know so many people that are doing a panic masters, and even one of my friends has put here that she's doing an LPC and LOM, whatever it's called, and it's like forty oh, the grand. Oh, conversion, yeah. And she said it's a waste of money. It's a rip off. Yeah, she, she yeah. said, quote unquote, ten ten. Do not recommend. <laughs> like um, we we asked you guys why you thought these things as well. For most of you that said it was worth it. Friends for life, valuable experience living away from home. Um, again, experience is invaluable. We had some of you said too much money, but was worth it for the friends. Again, kind of similar answers here. Um, a negative one, because the best bit of uni wasn't what I was paying for. It's That's true. Very, very it's true. The actual point. degree, you could argue, you can just move to that. But I do think it is... Do you you know get, what? it's the holistic experience of joining a, a university and then having access to all the opportunities you can get from it. Yeah, and that's very true as well. And I think that's a thing of 
people need to remember that it is the experience as well. But then again, people will say, well, accommodation and this and that, yeah. which I know it racks up, but I don't, I, I like... There are ways to manage to be able to do it, even if you can't. Yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah, 100%. And I do... Oh, I, it's, a, it's a sticky one. I think the government should give out more in terms of loans. Even if your parents make a certain amount, not everyone's parents give them that's, that money. That's what pisses me off. And they don't I'm, necessarily, doesn't mean they can afford it. So that means people are working. Those, usually those people They're struggle the ones more that are, at yeah, uni because yeah, the, government think, like the government think, oh, just because both my parents have a certain amount of income, not myself, but I have friends, you know, both their parents might make over a stupid amount of money. Just say, Whatever what is it the is. threshold? I don't even know. Just say, just say you have two parents that even make like 80k a year each. Yeah. Year. So that's 160 coming to your household. Not, not disposable, okay? Just say maybe 140. Are you, but there's, but you have five children, yeah? Yeah, no. And you're paying off a mortgage. Yeah. And one, and if you've got three children at university, just because you, just because your household has 160 coming, 140 coming even in, less, but even it, people it, under that, even people that have a total of like 80, yeah, still have you to can't, pay. You can't, you yeah. can't, they, they, they assume that the government, the government assume that parents just give this money to their children, and they think, don't have their own lives and other things and facilities to pay for. I think you should have the option to apply for extra help if you need it, even if you're, I get why they do it, so not dishing out too much, no, but at the same but time, if, it's but, really, but, but if it's a case of it's going to be paid back via the same exactly, way that the yeah. loan comes back, let me have an extensive amount of money. The extra 4K will pay for your yeah, rent. Yeah, if you're you giving know? every other student 4K, let me, at the end of the day, I'm going to pay it back. Yeah, I whether, agree. Whether, yeah. It's, whether it's in 30 years or five years it, or it whatever. It puts people in the middle in a very difficult category. And I, I do understand why people think it's not worth in the case of if they're coming out and they're like, you know, I'm now having financial difficulties. Like, it, yeah. it does make sense to be fair. But again, it's one of those things you really have to weigh out and what, like, I don't know, it's tough. Overall, I think, though, the conclusion is it's worth going to uni. The money is a, it's a bit overpriced, mm. but if you make the most of it and because you pay it back slowly, slowly, you don't even feel it. So yeah. I don't think can, money it, should it can, put it people can, off someone going. Someone has said but. as well here, it can lead to a direct career for life. And nowadays it's peak, but you do... A lot of jobs do ask for degrees as a minimum requirement. So this is the point I was going to make. This is why I, I'm a bit funny because I feel like in this day and age, degrees are becoming more saturated and less yeah. meaningful. It's, it's a prerequisite almost unless you go into an apprenticeship straight after you I don't think it is you. anymore you know what do you mean no like, I think people like and I don't think your degree grade matters as much as people think no, it does no the grade doesn't matter like as, as in I, I I graduated with a 2-2 but then I, with circles what's done I got my 2-1 like well yeah. well deserved actually I will say that because yeah. it was deserved and I look back now and every job I, I've applied for and even the work I'm in now I I think they asked for a 2-1 but it wasn't checked I just said I got 2-1 yeah. Obviously, I did get a 2-1, so there was no qualms. But, like, mm. most jobs aren't asking for you to have your 2-1 or first. Which I think back when I started university three years ago, a it was like, a, it, yeah. you need to get at least a 2-1. Like, your 2-1 was the grade aiming for. Now, I just think degrees are saturated. They don't care as much about it. Maybe, again, it's the profession I'm in. Maybe if I was doing it depends medicine, on what you law, do, healthcare, think. clinical psychology potentially i think it yeah i do think it kind of it matters to some extent but getting the first i don't think is the end of the world i think it's because i want to get into creative industry yeah i it, think so my it, mindset is is narrow it depends on the industry if you're out, going into if you're going into accounting and finance you having that two one or first will yeah. will put you ahead let's 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 say as it yeah, is yeah i've been a bit narrow let's say sorry. as it is it will but um for some industries no it doesn't matter yeah um so on to another 
Go on, what? On to another question. <laughs> I was going to say a juicy one, but it's not that juicy. It's not, it's not juicy. What is yeah, one no, thing you would yeah, change no, about no. your university? It's is... not juicy. It's an important question, I it's, think. It can be controversial. Um, so what is one thing you would change about the university system? Uh, well, that's, that sounded stupid. Um, I would change the... I mean, this is outside the COVID protocols. I think the way they're dealing with the university is dealing with the situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand more because when we graduated, it was new. But now for my friends to the university, I think universities are handling themselves awfully. Like a lot of universities don't have a safety net like we had because the excuse is we've adapted to the situation. Yeah, yeah. I think that's bollocks. I think we're still in the situation. People are as, as affected as they were when we had it. They should and be more same. lenient. They should them. be more lenient if now, if anything, about it's worse, adaptation. Yeah. It's worse. Um I think mental health systems need to be better at university. I agree. My, I, my university were great for me, but I know for a lot of other people they weren't. And it took we ages had to one... get on any list. It takes a long time. Yeah, I had to. I jumped the list because I lied. In all honesty, because my because because obviously I was at the point of suicide. No, but you I had need, to. You yeah, needed yeah, of, that. of course. But like I said, because I was at that point, I skipped the. Pro- you meant to go to a building and say I'm going through this. I just went straight to the doctors and said they referred me. Yeah. Because of, I was at that point. But then if but for those listening, if you uh, are at that point, if you are at that point, that. if you are at the point. Uh, I'll say point blank. I was at the point of suicide, obviously to the point where I nearly did take my life. If you are at that point, lie and say you need immediate help. That isn't a lie though. No, That's no, not a lie. No, but it's not a lie, but isn't, you know, skip the queue. Yeah, do what you can. I, I, yeah, I would it, say you did you're, you're, exactly you're, you're, the right yeah, thing. Your mental there. health is more important. But the reason I say that is because my university of X thousand many students had one therapist and yeah. he was amazing. But I also noticed after a while he didn't have the time for me because, and I gave him the leeway because I think in fucking hell he's dealing with 400 they students need by to himself. Definitely, I think for me that is one of the top it, things it, it, For me it's, it's the, me, it's the top thing because the amount of stresses and emotional and physical stress that university brings to people that have moved countries, moved cities in a new environment, dealing with very stressful degrees, whether it's medicine or history or marketing or any, any every degree is stressful in its own life. Yeah. And then getting jobs on top of that and paying bills and rent and managing the independency and cooking and I can I could go on and on and on here. Yeah. There's not enough support for those things. And yeah, you know, you get a supervisor and I've been blessed. My supervisors and tutors were great over the three years. But I've met people that some people haven't met the tutor over three years. The tutor calls them the wrong name, the tutor has no time for them. It's less personal. And yeah. then what you're then meant to go to a building to refer yourself to say, Oh, my tutor doesn't care about me and I need to speak to somebody and then you're put on a on a thirty week waiting list. Yeah. And then, what? It's ridiculous. And you just need to do time, better. Yeah. And, and, there are peop- and the thing is, there are individuals in the working world that want to fill these places up and want to work. So hire the people. And we pay all this money to the unis. Where's that going? Yeah, I'm Thank seeing you. what, what's his name? Alex from Love Island is getting the government to invest in, what, 70 million or something like that? Put it in the university healthcare systems. I agree. Put it in the mental health sector of universities all around the country. I think, I think after COVID, I hope that it will make the government and universities themselves as institutions realise the need for it, mental health services. It, it, honestly, I don't think it will. But, it's, but then what, what, I don't understand. It shouldn't it, have taken this to happen. It shouldn't have. And it, but I really hope because so. The student suicide numbers are so and atrociously high and they're rising and they're rising. And honestly, most students I've spoken to at university are hating their lives at the moment. Maybe because of the degrees, but partly because of the situation that we're in, obviously, and there's not enough support. And I'm not saying that mental health has to be here to support during COVID. We're all going through it. We're all suffering. But have the support for them for dealing with stress and emotional well-being. Like there isn't. It's enough, not to implemented, be honest, and yeah. it's not advertised enough. And I did my dissertation on mental health, male mental health particularly, and it was a case of so many men said to me, "We want to see representatives, even if even if they're not helping us." People talking about it. People are saying all this stuff about, you know, campaigning on the campus. Like, oh, like, we've got someone to talk to you. It's not good enough. 
you've got this one person to come in for the day to speak to an X amount of students. It, ne it needs to be implemented. It needs to be advertised. It needs to be, it needs to be campaigned with a true emotion. I'm so I'm getting heated about Word. this. No, I I love because it. Because no, it's it's, it's, it's so important because the, you want to advertise free gym membership and this and that and this and that and sport, 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 physical health. But w there is no support for the mental health. Not not as much as high regard as as, as physical health yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I haven't got much more mic to add drop. to that. Yeah, <laughs> my, yeah. My Thank Sip you for coming to my TED, TED talk. talk. Um, no, I agree. I think that's definitely one of the top things. Um, I also think kind of what we touched on before about managing finances in the real world and kind of preparing you for the outside world. I don't think, maybe because the end of my our uni experience was a bit squished because of COVID. I don't think, like there were career centres, but they maybe should have been a bit more advertised and kind of, prepping you a bit more for the outside world every department has at my university had a careers advisor okay. and i agree that i i personally think that your tutors or it should have been mandatory to book in at least one session yeah they try to term. do that but yeah because ours were just like i'll go and speak to them i guess you it's you, on you you should make it mandatory i guess at that age when you're like 22 or 21 by that age you should be able to just book on yeah, and take you, the initiative you're to do you're it. still a small fish in a big pond after, yeah, by third year, I think they just expect, we are kind of adults, they expect us to do it, but I think there should be a bit more guidance throughout university do, preparing for do, these do things. Do you know what I would change? And as much as I love the independency of university, I think they need to reevaluate how much academic help students need. Because I do... Tutors should be more accessible, I agree. More accessible, they should be nicer, because I've... Especially considering, be, actually, we're paying all that money, yeah. We yeah. should get the service that we I'm not need. Saying, I'm not saying for you to reply to my email at 5pm on a... 6pm on a... Any day. But, like, during your working hours, all I expect is, I'm a bit busy at the moment, I will get mm. back to you soon. Communication is not there enough, and it's not... Or as a whole, maybe not. I, I personally had a really good experience with my tutor in final so year. So did I. I, I but no I know qualms, a lot of people that didn't. I, I know a lot of people... That would have had just would have succeeded a bit more academically if they just had the support from their tutor to be like, do this or do that. I mean, I got a piece of feedback one time and it was it was so rude. Like, what the hell is this? Do you really think this is acceptable? <laughs> da, 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 da. And I had to send a huge email back, like, please don't ever talk to me like that. Yeah, don't address me like that yeah. because that's fucking rude. Like, <laughs> oh, I said it in the email, I said that's yeah. fucking rude. And if you want to talk to me that way, I'll talk to you in the same way back. What did they say? Back? They said they said asked me for a meeting, blah blah blah. I never went to the meeting. That was it. My tutor Fair. got brought up, but outside of the point, that feedback could have been so much more beneficial for me academically if it wasn't approached so dis disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think you need to like my. I always say, don't be a tutor if you're not being. If you don't be a tutor, if you're not willing to support. Because a lot of them, for a lot of tutors, especially I think maybe in the humanities. They're kind of doing their teaching as a side thing and they're doing their research in the university life on on as their main kind of hustle. Oh, well, then don't offer to be a tutor. No, then. no, no, I agree. I, listen, I don't want to... Because I, I think I university lecturers do, on the whole, probably do a good job. But I lecturers, think... Lecturers, yeah, tutors, uh. yeah. Um, another thing, I guess... I get you. Did you suffer a lot from strikes at your university? Because oh, I did spend half my of my God. university half career. My degree was strikes. People, my history year, degree, strikes, they were all striking, year. and I get it. I, I, I get, I get why they're striking, and I think the government should be listening to them more. But it does impact our studies, and we're paying for this education. So to have out of a term about three classes for mm. my history main subject, like. That's not really good enough. It's not good enough. And then it, what fucked me off was like, yeah, cool. If you want to strike, well, first of all, it fucked me off because they'd be protesting on campus and they'd be there trying to talk to us. And I'm like, leave me alone. And then second of all, yeah. if you're going to protest and have time off your, your schedules and your timetabling, cool. 
Don't you fucking oh. dare then put the stuff you were meant to teach us in the exam. Oh, yeah, I didn't do that. I've, I had so many times, like, See, this, this, is, this stuff in the syllabus will still be in the exam, but you give it, and, and oh, psychology with a fucking word. And then they <laughs> give us last year's PowerPoints, two years ago PowerPoints, learn this. Well, the syllabus is updated. It's from the wrong textbook. You're fucking useless. And then when we, when we email you to be like, take it off the syllabus for the exam. No, last year they managed fine. Last year you weren't fucking striking, you yeah. dickhead. <laughs> Ronaldo's getting heated I'm getting today. angry because I'm feeling like, um, as much as I loved university and there were so many See, this benefits, is the acad- there are yeah. so, the academic side could really be improved. And I guess, I, I it's very evident from my anger here that my social life benefited, that was more outweighed, impact, outweighed yeah. my academics. And that's because, again, psychology, the psychology department at Southampton was shit. And every single person who's ever done psychology at Southampton University will tell you the same thing. Fair. Because every single year they do review it, every single year it's shit. Oh, everybody's saying this could be better. This could did be better. you no did you look it up before you went? No. Yeah, that's that's one of the bits of the advice about looking up certain unis and t- lead tables and this and that. But at the end of the day, that's just numbers. Um, I don't have such an aggressive opinion <laughs> on this. I'm gonna be quiet because in general. Um, I, I kind of reached out a lot. I mean, I had a few, I think for me it was just the striking. And then um, for my Spanish speaking classes, there was a lot of disrupt, like some of the teachers, I had three different tutors for one module within like a, a couple of months, which didn't help build in the relationship and my confidence in that subject. Mm. So a bit of continuity would have been nice there. But yeah, the striking was frustrating. I get why they were doing it, but we're paying that much money. It'd be nice to have a few lectures, you know? Like, well, just, if you're going to strike, just be coherent with your schedules, be coherent with your timetable. Yeah, uh, mine were pretty... Your students, simple See, my, my history tutor, to be fair, like, he was really apologetic that he even had to be strike. He did not strike for the last few, but, and they took it off the syllabus. So to be honest, it kind of worked in our favour. Listen, I... Because we had less stuff to study. I, would, I, would, but I completely back that if they just approach them, if they dealt with it properly. It's how they deal with it, because not all universities evidently dealt with no. it in the correct- and like, way. again, my tutor was, my tutor, who was my supervisor in third year, was like, you know, I'm striking, I'm going to give you all this while I'm not here. Cool, you've done your bit, you've helped me out, yeah. and you'll get back to me as soon as you can. Now, let me move forward, not as, not as Let's end on a positive aggressively. Note. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm actually angry. Take a moment, I need a Penaldi, drink. I need take a, a moment. Soon come pub. Um, so the last question we asked you guys, which it could be one that's quite beneficial, and something I, I've reflected upon, a lot in these last eight months is thinking about the most valuable lesson I learned from university. And personally, the most valuable lesson, you know, what? I've got two. Mm-hmm. It's not really university related, but you can't help people that don't help themselves. Because like I said before, I wasted a lot of time worrying about individuals and just take some time out to just sort yourself out. Like I love going out. I love raving. I love eating out. I love doing a lot of social activities, but you're, you need time to reset. And I'm not saying just sit there and like, just, just spend a day organising your life. I think organisation is so key when you're at university because you will literally lose track of deadlines and mm-hmm. everything like that if you don't have a bit of organisation. And it's not easy to be organised. It took me until third year. Um, one other one probably is to just, I think like you said, like remembering that the stresses will pass eventually. Mm. I think it's, I think you can get wound up in those stresses with deadlines and stuff like that. And even if you if you need help, ask. I'm saying a lot here, but if you need help, ask. Ask for that extension if you need That's it. That's what I was like, going to say, yeah. Just focus. Just make make it the most enjoyable experience as possible because as much as I was talking about aggressors and stuff like that, if you need an extension, your university will give it to you. Like my university 
used to give extensions for a seven day basis with no excuse. Oh, but really? they don't advertise that. But mm. I knew that. So Southampton, if you're listening, if you ask for <laughs> extension, they can never say no for the first seven days. Yeah, I would second that on what you just said. And the thing about asking, definitely ask for help if you need it, because there will be someone, either if it's friends, tutors, university support, that will help you and it yeah. will definitely benefit you. Don't be if you don't ask, you don't get. So don't mm. be afraid to ask for, for things, even if it's an extension or advice or this or that. Yeah. Um another thing just in general as a person. <laughs> what are you Sorry, I'm laughing at the first response. <laughs> sorry, carry on. Yeah, cut me off there. Sorry, sorry, um so one of the most valuable things that I've learned from university, I think is like kind of knowing like, knowing who I am as a person. Like you do, as, as cheesy as it sounds, mm. you kind of grow and develop into a, a not a new person, but kind of a, yeah, a developed person at uni. No, 100%, 100%. And you kind of get to know who you are as a person and what you like, the friends that you surround yourself with. And also to be quite open-minded, I think. I was always yes, open-minded, but yeah. when you move to a new city and meet new new people, you're just, your aspect of life does kind of ex broaden, I'd you, say. I always describe university, especially in my first year flat, you know, I was, I, I eventually I loved them, but I was with a bunch of people that weren't like me, this and that at all. But like, you just have to like, accept these situations. Like you're going to meet so many people that you're not like at university, but you might get along with and be good, like really good friends with, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like throw yourself in, well not throw yourself in situations, but learn to accept situations. Don't go in there narrow-minded. Cause I know a lot of people that went to uni, I don't like anyone here. Da, 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 da. Like, didn't give people a chance, mm. and then yes, dropped out. Yes, I agree. I and, agree. And I, I know think that's like that. so important to just give. I'm like, like I, like I said before, but right at the beginning, a lot of my friends, I don't think we're like-minded, but I fucking love them all. Do you know what I mean? So exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say those. those Some people have put <laughs> a bit more um finally compared to me severe being a bit deep yeah <laughs> some people do not know what cleaning is i, I agree <laughs> yeah. i lived with a few people i agree do not know what cleaning is. yeah <laughs> um maybe shagging your mates is a good idea after all <laughs> i don't know if i agree with that one. Uh, that is from somebody who now is with seeing their shagger mate <laughs> their mate that they shag <laughs> um, um don't underestimate yourself that's a nice one know who you are before you judge the world um i'm actually going to disagree with this one okay I don't think it's important to know who you are. Um, I don't think that's a lesson that you should... I think that's a lesson that you should learn at uni. No, that's what... That's a valuable No, lesson. no, but like as in... As in that is the lesson. Oh! That I is think. the lesson, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I think no, that's No, I take nice. that back. No, sorry whoever put that. I do take that back. No, who you are before you judge the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking more... Um, I don't know what I was thinking with that one. As in to be like, no, don't judge people. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but I, I was thinking pre-uni. No, that's a good one. I take it back. Yeah. My anger has um, taken over me today. Uh, independence and value other people's skills, roles in society. I think independence is a huge one. Value other people's skills and roles in society. Value other people, no, respect other people's cultures, races, and uh, that I, I've taken it obviously from um, what they said, value of other people's skills, skills and, roles. and roles. But accept everybody for who they are culturally, you know, just don't be general. don't be the dickhead if someone's brought their their cultural food to the library and it smells don't be the dickhead to say that fucking stinks you're gonna yeah. come across a <laughs> range of people at university respect the diversity in cultures yeah. i think it's so important because you're not going to get very far mm -hmm. like at all like you you if you don't have respect for other people it's cultures skin colors ethnicities races i guess it depends what uni you went to because <laughs> some are I, I not that diverse well i mean but, yeah i mean well, yeah of but course, yeah but like, if, yeah. yeah if I you've mean, come from to be fair if you've come from a small like town 
No, no, um, not even that. If you're going to from university, London, we've already been exposed. But if, to if, that, if, but even yeah. if you're going to university, that's not very diverse, like the one of the Oxbridge. Yeah, don't be, don't be a dickhead. No, to, I agree. Don't I'm be a dickhead to those who are diverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely, completely don't agree. Don't ostracize them. Um, one I liked. Um, where is it? So where is it? Is this oh. ASMR? Go on, go on. Um, one that I liked was yeah. Taught me that twenties are your selfish years. Be selfish with your time, and it doesn't mean be a selfish person, but make the most of this time that you're young, free, and able to do what you want. Living you know, young, young, wild, and free. Um, last one, Ronaldo. Um, hmm, don't fall victim to the scam that is nine to five life too young. Money does come and go, but memories last forever. And I think that's a nice note to wrap up on. Like I said before, I think the experience of university is invaluable invaluable i was gonna say inexpensive and i realized that's not the fucking word i need to use Uh, (laughs) memories last forever it's all a good time you'll look back and be like i had a sick time eventually like so nostalgic after this episode i want to cry but yeah i I think honestly i miss my i miss my uni friends i don't you know what i don't miss i miss uni but i miss my uni friends yeah yeah me too me too i want to see them and well hopefully soon come things opening well on on that note guys we hope you've enjoyed this kind of reflective nostalgic episode about uni life I hope you've enjoyed my anger yeah Ronaldo's got very heated which we always love to hear of course and join us again next week hopefully we'll have maybe some guests maybe some guests getting some guests yeah don't forget to check us out on our socials at straight out of uni on Instagram and also if you are listening on Spotify please give us a follow because we're trying to build up our Spotify following slowly and five stars on Apple Music please yeah five stars on Apple Music because um, we saw we saw it we saw a one star didn't we three was it one star was it one star I thought it was a three star rude five stars only please thank you that's all from us that's all night Thank you.